Welcome to the Dynasty Academy, Michael Washington Weeks. But Eli over here is like, sell Barkley, Mark Angst. Want to hear something funny? Restart. Eli Manuel. Tom Brady had somebody to play footballs. Justin Herbert had somebody to play somebody's lawn. I have legal on too many apps. I don't know what to follow. And Michael, what the hell did you just do? What the hell did I just do? What? I don't, you can fix it. Undo. Undo. What'd you do? I don't know what I just. You fucked there. it. There you go. <laughs> you messed with the brick sense. I said one or two inches, growing one or two inches, and you're like, show your work. Tonight on the Dynasty Academy, we are going to talk about possible free agent. What are the the free agent uh, Appaloosa, free agent extravagant extravaganza? I don't even know what the hell to call this. Anyways, free agents and the possible landing spot and fantasy relevance. It's called We Want to Have Fun and Pick <laughs> Where We Want These Free Agent People to Go to Make Our Fantasy Lives More, <laughs> more Fun. Uh, before we came on air, or before we decided to whatever, I mean, however you want to call it, uh, we were talking about, what was it, like 12 possible guaranteed starters coming back? You, you pretty much can put the number between anywhere between 10 to 13. 10 to 13 quarterbacks currently starting mm-hmm. in the NFL pretty much are a guarantee or a lock to come back, which means... To their current team. Right, to their yeah. current team. So which means if it's 10, that's 22 teams that could potentially change quarterbacks heading into the 2021 season. So with that said, we're not going to speculate on all of that. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to speculate on the actual free agents and openings that we know of and what that means or what we would like to see and where they would like to go for fantasy purposes strictly. And With we that, are taking Jacksonville off the list because Trevor Lawrence is going there. So yeah. So Jacksonville, Jacksonville is, we're not out. even talking about Jacksonville cause that's going to be basically a start. So why don't actually, why don't we start with Chicago? Do you want to do team first or we want to do player or would we just do just, team? Yep. Yep, do the team, and then All right. we'll, we'll say who, who we each want to go to there, or, or think will. Let's start with Chicago, and who's your ideal fit here, especially for fantasy purposes? Mark, we'll start with you. I mean, why, why not? We might as well go ahead and start with you. What would you like to see happen here? I mean, this is a pretty shoddy list of free agent quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, it's not great. No, that, God, why, that's why terrible. Do you, why do you think that every team's looking to trade for one of the quarterbacks that have somehow become available at this point? Oh man, that's horrible. No doubt. Okay, <laughs> so let's let's start there. Let's let's start with Chicago. I mean, I I personally believe Trubisky is probably the best choice for Chicago at this point. He started to play better. He knows the system. If they continue with the OC calling plays and running his system, it's even more time for them to build that. And I mean, they look horrible by not. Um, re-upping his fifth-year option and having to actually re-sign him now. But I think for both sides, it's, it's the best choice. I mean, Trubisky to go somewhere else and have to learn a whole new offense probably does not work well for him. Was, so, Nick, was Nick Foles a free agent? Nick, I don't believe Nick Foles is, but I'm guessing the person who made the sheet we're looking at did not uh, think Nick Foles would be the starter after I mean, how nobody, badly I mean, nobody he played. Nick Foles is. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, Jacksonville did. Let's let's be honest. Uh, I mean, we're talking. That's why they're looking for a quarterback again. <laughs> um, so 
I think Trubisky is the best option for them. Uh, I mean, this is your this is your team, Eli, isn't it? Aren't you a Bears fan? Gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, as a Packers fan, I'm fine with Trubisky staying there. Um, no, I. I feel like if the Bears are going to draft a quarterback and bail on, let's say, the Trubisky experiment, um, there is potential for that in this draft. Uh, Foles, I believe, is under contract there still, right? So he is, yes. I, didn't, I thought you double-checked that. but um, I did, yeah. He's still there. So they are in somewhat of a position to draft a quarterback here, keep Foles – Rookie quarterback can either sit behind or potentially take over halfway through the season. I mean, let's let's be honest. This is a roster who made the playoffs and yes. was a dropped touchdown away from really pushing the Saints yep. out in the wild card. I'm going to approach this differently because I think Trubisky, you can make a case being the best fit. Um. But I, I think Chicago, for the most part, it's done. I don't think that he did enough to want to possibly have have him come back, at least from the front office standpoint. So like you said, this team made the playoffs, and outside of a deep run into the playoffs, I don't think it would have mattered for Trubisky. I think he was done for. Now, with Foles still on, on roster, we know how awful Foles is, okay? This, ro- this roster is set up for a transitional phase. So... Who is Mr. Transition in the NFL? Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know he's like 30-something years old. I know he's almost pushing 40, but he showed last year he could play. He came in for two with Tag of Viola and closed out games for Miami, even came back and won some games in the fourth quarter. You could sign him for a fairly cheap one-year deal, transition that team, and guess what? You might make the playoffs again just because, just because of how good Fitzpatrick can be. Again, Fitzpatrick's also never made the playoffs. So, or how bad he could be. Or how bad he could be, because if it's tragic or if it's magic, it's one of the two. So, but with that said, is it any worse than Nick Foles on your roster? Is it any no. worse than trying to do the Trubisky experiment again? If you're dead set on possibly maybe rebranding this team either this year or next year, and hypothetically, let's say next year, Bring Trubisky, uh, bring down Fitzpatrick in for one year. Move on from Trubisky, and give yourself a chance to maybe win some games. Fitzpatrick could do that for you. That's just my thought there. He's the transition guy. He's that little. He's that what a middle reliever in 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 baseball. You know, yeah, that's what he is. So I say Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, fantasy purposes, obviously, I would just try to avoid Chicago unless we know for sure what's happening there. Oh yeah, for purpose. sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's- so Dallas, now we're on to Dallas. Do uh, any I'm, of us believe that they shouldn't just re-sign Dak Prescott and get it over with? I personally think do that any, they should. I just don't think it, I don't think he wants to be there. I was just like, do we believe Dak doesn't want to be there? I think he does. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think he wants to be there. I mean, you you make the excuse that thirty-two million your family can't live off is ridiculous. Now, whether or not he was joking is a different story. Some people are saying, oh, he was sarcastic, but uh, it's the fact that you still denied the deal. You didn't take the deal, and then you went out there and played. 
I want to I, I want to say fantastically, but I mean, let's be honest. You were throwing the ball fifty times a game, uh, and you know, and then you're coming off that ankle injury. I, I'm just not sold. He wants to be in Dallas. I don't know what soured him or what happened. I'm I'm just not sold. He wants to be there. I, I could be proven wrong, obviously. I mean, what's left here as far as quarterbacks are concerned, fantasy purposes, I'd want him back in Dallas, but I just don't know if he wants to be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting on you. Eli's got this look on his face. He just doesn't know what he uh, wants to do here. Like, I, I, I guess personally for me, I feel like Prescott, uh, I think the situation there, he just stays in Dallas. Dallas can – use this draft to try to fix that offensive line. That defense is not great. Played, had some good games down the stretch, but fixing that offensive line. They can, and yet we still see mocks with Kyle Pitts going to Dallas. I mean, Zeke can go. And, yeah, I, that I. Well, you, you, have, you have Zeke and Pollard. That's a good running back stable. Both of them, you know, you just mix time. You, you, you have pretty good tight ends. I mean, Jarwin should be back. Yeah, Schultz looks good. They, they have to fix that offensive line or the Zeke being there and the Pollard being there and CeeDee Lamb, whoever Mari Cooper, it doesn't matter because you can't have when teams don't backfill that offensive line, we end up with a Dallas situation here where they don't need yeah, see, I, I think it's. I think it's better to go get that uh, an offensive lineman probably in their second round just because I think that's more the round where this year's class of onset linemen will be. There's some, you know, top guys as there always are, but not not like there's been in previous years. They're they're in a prime position, I think, to get one of the top corners in their spot because I don't think both of them will be gone before they pick. Well, that's where I think they should should look first. The other issue is the cap room. Dallas doesn't. I mean, they have 17 million. Yeah, I, I checked I mean, on it. I mean, you got to factor in though what, how much of that's going to get tied up in trying to sign a guy like Dak Prescott. So they have to try oh, to yeah, figure. But I mean, they have to try to fi- they have to try to figure a way to make that work because when you're talking about signing a contract of Prescott's, you know, of what he's going to command, it, it, it's not going to it's not going to be team friendly to try to get him to a to a deal. So they're going to have to try to way to finagle that to make that work. It's just not going to be plausible otherwise. But that's why I believe Kirk Cousins, like Mark said earlier, Kirk Cousins, I believe, will continue there. Like you just said the word team friendly, like Tom Brady was. Um, If they know that this quarterback is going to work with them and they think they can build a team around them that's good enough to make a push, which, in my opinion, the the Vikings defense could get backfilled there. You're looking at a breakout team, same situation in Dallas. So I think Dak goes back. It's very Simple possible. That. I mean, I think we I all think expect him to. I just don't know if he wants. To, I just don't know if he wants to be there. That's the thing. If it turns into a Deshaun Watson situation, obviously we are, um, which it could, but we don't want that. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. See, I think I think Indianapolis is a trade for a quarterback, no matter what. Yeah, we're looking at this free agent list. I just trade or draft. I, I just don't believe they're going to look at any of these guys. Maybe they bring Brissett back just because he's been in the offense and he's a pretty good backup. And if you need him to start early on in the season because you drafted a rookie who needs, you know, a couple weeks to catch on or whatever. But I, 
I mean, I mean, maybe they're in line for Fitzpatrick also then. You know, a team ready to win, needing a quarterback to, to bridge the gap. I just – I think Reich believes more in himself that he could take guys and – Do you think they give Eason a shot? I don't. I would like to think that they might, but I just don't see it. I, I would like to think they would. I just don't. Think yeah, I just would. don't either. I mean, right now he's the only one on contract. The only other person I could see from this list, if they didn't go out and trade somebody, would be Jameis Winston. And that would cause, you know, I, I think New Orleans is going to throw some money at him, but I just don't know what kind of money. Indianapolis has the room. Uh, but, I mean, if you think about arm strength and gunslinger mentality and what Frank Wright was able to do with Carson Wentz when he was the OC in Philadelphia, uh, you know, I, I it's possible. I just don't know if Wentz and – if that's going to be a perfect marriage or not, it would just, I think it would just depend on what Winston's mentality is in comparison to, you know, where he was in Tampa Bay to where he is now in new Orleans. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about um, Winston in general, but I just, Indianapolis, I feel like if you, it kind of depends on what they do with East and them, because even if they're going to have him sit behind somebody for another year, that's when you're going to bring in the Fitzpatrick or the Dalton or that's really the, that, that's really the list that, right. Um, we don't have a ton of guys that you can bring in that can mentor a young court. You're not going to have Winston do it. Trubisky isn't doing that. Um, Brissett could come back in if they're going to have him since he knows the offense, maybe do that as another bridge year restart. Indianapolis. Yeah, possible I, trade. I think, possible trade. Obviously, I think they go get Stafford. I know a lot of people think Wentz because of the Reich situation. I think I, they go get Stafford. I think he's easier to get, and that's really they go after. Yeah, I think the coaching moves in Philadelphia tell me that they're going to stick with Wentz. I, I think agree. Hurt, I think Hurts won't be the starter there. So I think that's going to be agree. completely Wentz between the offensive coordinator that they brought in and, and the head coach. I think that's one hundred percent a Wentz a Wentz revival project. For 2021, for sure. I just, I just don't know that Indy wants to draft a quarterback and hope he pans out. At this point, I think they're ready to just win division titles there and, and go for for championships at this point. So I think they go trade for Stafford. Okay with that. We're skipping over Jacksonville because Trevor Lawrence. I mean, right across across them right off the list. I mean. They They're good be, for next 20 years. They would have to be stupid to not draft him. Uh, so what is that? New England as the next opening right now. The Patriots, who Stafford's being linked to again. Um, had a, I think New England gets linked to, I think, every quarterback that possibly comes available. Well, Stafford was linked to New England uh, a couple of years ago in the possible Tom Brady replacement sweepstakes before – when they expected Brady to, you know, oh, Brady might be on the fence. Uh. And uh, there was talks about a possible link there, obviously because of the Matt Patricia situation being the, the link. But uh, now that Patricia's Jimmy, gone. Jimmy Garoppolo goes back to New England. <laughs> hey, Bill did say he thought he could win multiple Super Bowls with Garoppolo. So, hey, I mean. He loved Garoppolo. He did. You know, I think he traded him in, in spite, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, so out of the current free agents, (laughs) 
Do they bring Cam back? Uh, I don't think so. I don't I think don't. that worked the way they thought it would. I mean, yeah. he, he could be cheap again. So if they think, okay, cheap, maybe you're too – Ooh, it's better, but I don't. I, I, I mean, if they want cheap, just go get bit. just go get Andy Dalton. Yeah, I, I there <laughs> there there might be the toughest, just because they literally could go trade for anybody, draft somebody, or sign. I mean, after you see them sign Cam Newton this year, they really. I mean, I never expected that to happen. I mean, they could turn around and roll out Jarrett Stidham too. I mean, who the hell knows? That was happening this year. I actually like uh, my initial thought. There was immediately Andy Dalton, and then potentially drafting a quarterback. Some that Andy Dalton gives them that veteran presence that can hopefully. I mean, we saw what he was able to do somewhat with Dallas. Right, they're going to put them in good position. Andy Dalton can learn an offense and perform at a pretty above average level. So I think my initial thought was immediately Andy Dalton comes in, potentially draft a quarterback, and it doesn't even have to be a high draft pick with them necessarily. So they could bring somebody in. He sits back, matures in that offense, and then potentially next season we see something there. You know, honestly speaking, looking at this list of free agents here, I mean, really outside of Prescott, everybody, every single one of these guys is basically a backup at this point in their career. I mean, I, I, I don't, uh, you know, we, we could talk about the Fitzpatrick's in Chicago. We can talk about the Dalton's here. I mean, them signing somewhere may not necessarily translate to fantasy relevance. Uh, I, out and again, outside of Prescott, I don't see anybody really being a starter in this free agent pool here. I mean, Winston, I, I think has a good shot at it. I think Winston has a good shot with it, but I think that shot stays with New Orleans. I don't think that shot's anywhere else. Well, I, I don't think he goes anywhere else, but I, if somebody brings him in, I think it's because they think he could be there. He would be. And I mean, it, I mean, we've seen him. He could have fantasy relevance and the people around him. He, I mean, he's, right. he's the gunslinger. That's, they're not about it. Well, and that's the reason why I said Indianapolis, because it's that gunslinger mentality that Wright's already had to deal with before. So, I mean, technically speaking... Patrick, how about Patrick oh, yeah. goes to New England to finish off the uh, division so he can play for everything? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I think Dalton. Dalton is – I'm ignoring Prescott here, obviously, but as far as the other free yeah. agent quarterbacks, I think Dalton is by far the best, in my opinion, for the options we have. Dalton's a way, he's a way better quarterback than people give him credit for. I don't think they would sign Dak anyway because they're not going to spend the money on the quarterback position like that. Right. Well, and I'm not saying that, that I'm not saying New England would. I'm just throwing it out there that, you know, really outside no. of Dak, most everybody on here is Well, no, you I mean basically like you said outside of Dak, I, I, even if Dak was available, I don't think they'd even kick the tires on that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, I mean, Dalton does make sense for them just because he he gives he does give them that stopgap mentality. They, I mean, I'm going to be honest, Eli, if they don't draft a quarterback at 15, at 47, I'm not sure if there's going to be a guy left at that point that's any good. Jamie Newman? I, th- I think they've got to draft a quarterback, in my opinion, because they're in a position where 
they almost need to keep up this appearance to an extent and they've got some pieces, but it's just not, they don't have the quarterback. Newton didn't work out. Running backs have been subpar and you're seeing that a lot of those pieces that were built around Brady are not working in that offense right now. So maybe they they go trade for Jake from Brady. Does Brady making the Super Bowl make it harder on them that they really need to do something to at least show save a little face at this point? That's a I good mean, question, that, but it sounds petty, but but it's hundred percent true in the NFL. That's Belichick, I think. It's not <laughs> even just Belichick, it's just the NFL. I mean I don't know if necessarily it's the the petty factor there as much as it is the I don't want to seem like I piggybacked off Brady appearance. Right. You know, like, I, the problem is, is he won six games with a roster that's literally that shouldn't have had no, no, like, business winning two games. Let's talk about that. I mean, that roster was absolute. That was probably one of the worst rosters that I've seen. There was teams that had better rosters that won less games than what than what he did with that team. I mean, let's no, be I honest. Agree. Like, they they took Seattle to to the brink. I mean, it, he they they did more with that roster, and there were some better rosters that that finished with less games than them. So, I mean, I, my hats off to him for what for for what he was able to accomplish this year. I mean, nine nine missing people, you know, up against the cap, you know, no receiver, Cam Newton, <laughs> what looks like six and ten uh, again next year. Well, that I mean, I, I mean, obviously, there's only so many excuses you can make for somebody, but I'm just pointing it out that six wins was something that was I I didn't even fathom at all. I I, I made a bet that they weren't going to win more than three. So uh, <laughs> agreed. But again, if they do it again with a pro- should be an easier schedule, it will be. Yeah. Should have most of their guys back. Yeah, and they go six and ten again. That's really going to open them up to real harsh criticism that I don't think. Kraft or Belichick won at this point. You know what's crazy is that they were more set up five years ago to lose Brady than they are now. Because they were they were drafting quarterbacks, you know, and, and maybe they wouldn't have worked out, but they were way more prepared. And Brady sticking around just seemed to screw them. And I don't know why they stopped doing what they were doing, but but even the past couple of years, like look at the list of draft picks and then look at where they are with those players. I mean, it's bad. They, it, just hit, they hit late round and undrafted guys all over the place. Usually, yeah. but that's, that's the problem though. They're not hitting on any of their early ones either. And it's just, yeah, it's deteriorating their team right out from under them. You look at Sony Michelle or um, Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Gosh. And that's back-to-back drafts in the first round. I mean, the, what what was the mentality there? They hit on that. Worked out. They hit on the old linemen. Yeah, I, I think that's just kind of been a staple of theirs. Wh- when it's like, so what changed here? That I, to me, it's almost like it's it's the Edelman factor of how did this guy that doesn't seem like, you should be that good in the NFL, be that good at Wes Welker. Like, you can't that's tell me that Scotty Miller burning Kevin King on that touchdown pass, you weren't like, he's literally just throwing it to Wes Welker there. 
That's that's the Brady. <laughs> that was the most Wes Walker throw I've ever seen in my life. That's the Brady effect. It is the Brady effect. I mean, that's just that's just that. the Brady effect. Timing routes and route runners and you know. So, I I highly I mean I expect the Patriots to look really bad for a few years. I mean, unless they go after a guy like Mac Jones and he hits everything that we expect him to hit. I mean. I just they got to hit them more than that, though. Well, I mean, they have cap space this year. They have the, they have the fourth amount of cap space, I believe, fourth or fifth amount of cap space this year head, heading in. So, I mean, they're they're set up to they're set up to make some moves. It's just a matter of what moves are they going to make. That's the question. What's who, who's left on this list? Washington. Ah, Washington. Well, I mean, Alex Smith is technically on the roster still, right? He's still under uh, under contract. Technically, technically, yes, yes. I, I personally think he should retire. I personally think that I, I, I would hope that Revere would give him a, a quarterback assistant or a quarterback coaching gig and bring him onto roster and move him into coaching. With his leg, there's no reason for him to risk it. I mean, you literally almost died. Like, don't don't go out there and risk it again. You know, you got a calf injury in that same leg to the point where the calf injury was so bad that you couldn't even lift it. You had to have a special device to lift it. So uh, if I'm Alex Smith, I'm, I'm definitely contemplating heavily shifting over to coaching or, or you know, taking a year off at least and in, in exploring my options as far as if I want to go into coaching or not. Uh, I think that this is going to be a trade spot. Everybody keeps talking about Stafford here, Stafford there, but there is a connection, Stafford and Washington, with the Martin Mayu GM signing. Now, I don't believe that we are willing to give up a first for Stafford, which is if that's the dead set price tag on it, then that trade may not come to fruition out of the remaining (laughs) quarterbacks here. uh, You know, if you, if you were to bring somebody in, you know, uh, Fitzpatrick in this situation could be a guy. um, I I expect a draft of sorts or a trade up or something. I'm not hundred percent sure what to expect with Washington right now. To be honest with you, I, I would like to think I was that they're hoping tra- you did. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm just like thinking about it. Like, obviously, a trade makes the most sense. I mean, we're seven and nine. We went five and one with a stable quarterback position. So, obviously, getting a quarterback is going to be important for Washington. I know that we need some other needs to be able to really start contending in the NFC, but a quarterback is definitely going to be the necessity in, in this position to be able to make any type of ripples in the NFC moving forward. So it's definitely important. It's just a matter of which, which direction do they want to go in? Do they want to go get an established guy like Stafford who thinks that they can move from a seven win team to a 12 win team with him. And with that defense, be able to actually be like, okay, I can make some def- I can make some noise or, or what is the mentality there as far as that's concerned? That that's the question um, that I have there. I just, I, I know if there's anything that I've known looking at the way that Washington has been the last few years is they do their damnedest to not give up the first round picks and hurt their team like they did with RG3. They've done a really good job of not making those same mistakes over and over again. So uh, it, it's going to be tough. At 19, it's a very weird position to be because you're you're, you're, you're not likely to see – any of the top five quarterbacks unless you trade up, in my opinion. Matt Jones might slide to you. Um, Trey Lance isn't ready. 
I personally think that Trey Lance is going to have to sit for a year. Um, but so I, speaking of that, doesn't it make sense to sign Dalton if Trey Lance falls? Take Lance, let Dalton run a team that's competing now. Dalton was my other option here. Fitzpatrick, Dalton were my two one-two guys, well, but yeah. My only problem with Dalton is does he want to sign with the team that almost killed him? <laughs> well, and again, it's just one of those things. I mean, if you're just looking at the actual free agent pool and wondering if that's going to play effect, it's not It's not pretty. I mean, you're going to have to try to find one of these guys that will come in for maybe a year, be willing to come in for a year, and know that there's a guy waiting in the in, in the wings. And the only guy that would really be willing to do that right now with his age would be Fitzpatrick. I mean, Dalton signed with the Cowboys never expecting to see the field. Right, but now that he's seen the field. Yeah, I, I, still, think, know, I still think he has the mentality. He's going to go to what he wants. He might go back to the Cowboys. Well, because right. that's where he, he wants to be in Dallas. And he's perfectly fine being the backup, I think. Right, yeah, yeah. In Dallas. I, I just... This this team feels right for Kyle Trask, and I, I just don't know why people don't believe in him in that way or, or think of him in that way. But of the quarterbacks in this draft outside of the top two, he's probably – I mean, maybe Mac Jones, but again, we have the questions of Alabama. So Trask is probably the one who's the most ready to just walk in the door and be a starting quarterback at this point. Yeah, and I, that's what Washington needs. Washington doesn't need the gunslinger Zach Wilson. It needs a guy to just come in and just just manage the game. Game managing quarterbacks aren't a bad thing. No, 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 no. I, the only reason I didn't mention Trask when I was talking about it is only because of the fact that when it comes to Washington, first round quarterbacks have just been kind of. I don't think he he could fall. He, he, he very possibly potential. he very possibly could fall. Absolutely. I just it, I'm just thinking that if there's if there's any which way that Washington can hold on to 19, I, I personally agree with you. I think Trask would be a good fit because he does a lot of the same things that Alex Smith does. You know, it, it's just the way that the the his ceiling looks and his his trajectory looks. Completely understand that, and I would honestly be happy with that. If you want my honest opinion, I'd be perfectly fine with that as a Washington fan. It's just I don't know if that's the route that they're going to go. Oh, I mean, that's – I mean, it doesn't seem like it. It's just – it's it's mind-boggling to see all these different mock drafts, and I literally never see Child Trask go anywhere because, I mean, he would make sense for Indy too, but nobody expects it. And and Washington very possibly could be. It, it, it's a very good landing spot. It's a prime position for him. So, I don't know that Trubisky's out of the realm of possibility either for them. Not it, it very possibly, maybe. You know, it, it's very possible. I mean, Trubisky's going to be in the NFL somewhere. It's just going to be a matter of where and what. You know, Trubisky I, could be a spot. I mean, that's, he, he could be a good spot for New England, too. Young guy, but, bring in, see how he does, and if not... Kick him to the curb in two years. If Belichick feels like they can work with him and he should be fairly cheap, you know. Oh. So New England, Washington could be a keep an eye on for a Trubisky landing spot, potential development quarterback of sorts. Weird saying that fifth year in the league, but 
All right. So for for running backs, I think instead of going through the teams, because there obviously isn't a ton of teams that need running backs, I think we should just go down the list of running backs that are. Yeah, that works. For are, are, I mean, these running back list isn't very sexy either. No, but it, well, it was until they all signed in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think, okay, so you know Carson could go to Baltimore to be the one-two punch with Dobbins, you know, whatever yeah. stuff like that. Just wherever yeah. you think they. Yeah. Why don't you start us off then? Why don't you pick the first person on the list there? All right. So now we, we move on to running backs, the the grinders. Yeah. The uh, guys that seem to fall, wheels fall off about 28, 29. Trade them in the second contract. <laughs> 26 and a half. Aaron Jones. Michael. Where do you see Aaron Jones fitting in? Ideally, think? Like, ideally, I'd like to see him in uh, Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence and that wide receiving core. He gives him another weapon. James Robinson has already been proven that he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, if I had a secondary choice, Miami would be a secondary spot, but Jacksonville is, is my number one option. I, I just feel like you know, it gives him a veteran presence. It gives Trevor Lawrence a little bit of a safety net back there instead of relying on a, on a second-year player, uh, new coaching, you know, new coaching staff. So him and Robinson will be on the same playing field. We've seen how dynamic he is. Jacksonville's going to need to put weapons around him, and they have a ton of money. So Eli, Aaron Jones going back to Green Bay? Oh, I don't like talking about this one. I just, <laughs> just lost. Thank you, Dylan? Sad. I don't want to think about AJ Dillon being a starting running back. Um, personally, from a fantasy aspect, I want Aaron Jones in Green Bay. And as a Packers fan, I want Aaron Jones in Green Bay. I don't see Green Bay paying Aaron Jones. I don't know what that team's going to look like in the next year or two. I think back to back NFC championship losses kind of uh, leaves a little bit of a bitter sting within the organization and the team. And Aaron Rodgers is getting at that point in his career where in order to stay at that top peak of relevance at the quarterback position, he needs to get back to the Super Bowl and win. Um, So I don't think they re-sign Aaron Jones because they're not going to pay up for that. And they're going to stick with A.J. Dillon, probably Jamal Williams. As far as where to go, I, I don't really see Jacksonville. I could potentially see uh, the Jets is where I'd like to see him go, but obviously <clears throat> prefer for him to go to Green Bay, but they're not re-signing him. So, so I, I'm in agreement. I think Miami's a, definitely an option. I hope they don't because I hope Gaskin keeps the job, but that's going to be a long shot this year. Um, another place where – I kind of hope he doesn't go because I would like Chase Edmonds to get a chance, but I think Arizona has a shot to go after him. I'm not sure their cap situation, if they have money to spend like that, but running back is definitely a need for their team. So I could see them trying to to steal someone away like that. Chris Carson. Where do we think Chris Carson goes? I think he has a good shot to go to Denver. And I know Denver has Melvin Gordon. 
he's a free agent, isn't he? Did he sign a one year no. deal? No, he signed two. He's there oh, for two years. But that doesn't mean they can't cut him. <clears throat> well, right, of course. But I, Philip Lindsay's a, a free agent. Um, they Royce Freeman, I believe, is gone after this season. Or this season. Um, and just, you know, he fits that style of run game. Well, I mean, I don't know if they still use the same style because they keep switching everything around there. But I don't know. Mel- Melvin Gordon doesn't excite me. I think Chris Carson's better than Melvin Gordon. And I just see, I don't see Seattle re-signing him at this point. I think they would have done it already. I mean, for fantasy purposes, I'd like to see him back in Seattle. It just depends on what Rashad Penny is as far as his rehab is concerned and whether or not he can actually stay healthy. They do like DJ Dallas there. Uh, but if assuming that he doesn't re-sign in Seattle, um, my Two spots, and I, I have two here, um, would be uh, – where was I? I just lost it. I had it here. Well, I'll, I'll say my first one is New England because Sony Michelle is basically garbage at this point. Bill Belichick likes to bring in people who are grinders that can that run that, you know, their offense. They don't need somebody who's flashy and explosive. I'm just a little bit concerned that he's a little bit too much like Damian Harris, but I, I, I think that they could find a way to rotational back that and make it work. And then the other spot that I thought of for Carson, ironically enough, would be uh, San Francisco. Um, they use a bevy of running backs, rotational backs, and again, Carson's that grinder. You know, he's in a situation in a spot where it could be fantasy relevant, uh, touchdown relevant. He's not an explosive guy, so he's going to rely on a lot of those 24 carries for 100 yards and you know two touchdown type games. And San Francisco would give him an opportunity and chance. I just don't know what their cap space is like there, and they don't really have a lot. So I think he catches the ball better than yeah Seattle does. even gave him a shot to. Yeah, he does. I, I personally like think he stays in Seattle. I think he gets resigned. I know that it. If I could see him going somewhere, the first thought for me was Pittsburgh. It was on my short list. I wouldn't mind that. Eli, where does Kenyon Drake go to be the backup? Because <laughs> he's not going to be the starter anywhere. He, he could back up uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That's actually interesting. That's actually. I don't. I don't want to spend time talking about Drake. He's never going to be fantasy relevant again. So I, I would he be on the Chiefs? No. I mean, that's like asking. <laughs> no, because it would just be a it should be yeah, a, a yeah. four four headed rotation, just like it always is. He'd probably get the goal line carries. He, he's probably he's going to be better <laughs> off being a best ball guy if you guys play best ball. He won't be fantasy relevant otherwise. I just well, let's move on from Trey. I don't. <laughs> I don't I can't. We can move right on to James Conner, who I don't think is going to be fantasy relevant anywhere ever again either. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta will probably sign him just as a, like a grinder type. I don't think he's going to resign in Pittsburgh. He's so I, I don't. I don't think he's going to be fantasy relevant ever again. I, I Eli, I, I agree. Fantasy relevant? Anything? I root for the guy because of his story, but I just don't see it. I just, I just don't see it. What about New England? For Connor? Could James Conner go to New England? I, I could see that probably more than about any of the other spots. Who would be cheaper be though, Carson or Connor? That's my question. Connor, Connor, Connor. for sure. I think Connor would be cheaper I than I do. Oh, I think okay. So. Who's more fantasy relevant, Gurley or Connor? Connor. 
Maybe Gurley. I don't, Gur- no, Connor. <laughs> I hate saying. Trust, it pains me. It pains me to say that. I'm a huge Todd Gurley fan, but Atlanta was a was a disaster. It just was not. Well, I I could see Gurley doing a Fournette route and trying to find a contender to just latch onto and hope he can help a running game. Gurley might be the last running back on this list signed. He probably will be. Wasn't he the last running back signed last year too? No, he was one of the first. No, he was one of the first ones coming out of the draft. Was, was he? Yeah. James White, anything at this point? He'll probably end up back in New England. Point. Tom Brady is going to go to James White's house and knock on the door. Tampa Bay. Yes. <laughs> Tampa Bay. He's going to sign in Tampa Bay with Fournette. Uh, or, um, or whoever. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense after watching the stone hands of I – mean, I mean, thankfully, Fournette makes that one catch, or he probably would have never saw the field again. But otherwise, him and Jones have stone hands for sure. It's a possibility. Philip Lindsay, could he go to the Chargers and, and work him and Eckler be the one-two punch? Possible. I think it's a good fit. I just don't know if, if, it, if that's how they're going to do it. Las Vegas. Okay, but I mean, isn't he's he a, kind he's of a, in... He's an upgrade over Devontae Booker, and Devontae Booker does basically the same things that Philip Lindsay does. Yeah, weren't they? Didn't he take over Lindsey or Booker's job in Denver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a very underrated running back overall. It's just a matter of where he needs to fit in. I mean, he ran for a thousand, ran for a thousand yards in his first two seasons there, and didn't play he a full did. sixteen games in either in either season. So, do you remember Eddie Lacy's rookie season? Oh yeah, of course. Well, that was before he found the buffet. So Fournette, we think he goes back to Tampa because I do. I think he resigns in Tampa. I mean, I think I think that's going to be the. I mean, it will be a, probably a one-year deal again to try to just take the cut to try to make another Super Bowl. But I think he resigns in Tampa Bay. Le'Veon Bell, anybody? No, anybody. Ed- Edmonton right. football team. Jeff Wilson goes back to San Fran. I mean, he's he re- is re- he's restricted. So yeah, I don't care about Jeff Wilson though. I don't really think he's actually fantasy relevant. Same thing with Boston Scott. Probably back to the Eagles. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they'll probably end up cutting him actually. Jamal Williams should go back to Green Bay. Jamal Williams. That's the free agent running back they're going to re-sign. Jamal Williams, because he's going to be cheaper than Aaron Jones, and he knows the system. I, I said that. I said that, too. <laughs> All right. So, you, you t- Michael, you talked about a running back going to Jacksonville. This is the one I think signs in Jacksonville. Marlon I think, Mack. I think he signs in Miami. I know you okay. want Miles Gaskins to be. I think I do. I, really I know. Do. I know you really. I know you really do. But this is. I think this is the Marlon Mack going to Miami deal. The warm weather. No. I mean, whether it's Jacksonville or Miami, you want my honest opinion. I don't think it matters. I mean, the warm weather is going to help him. He played for well, and he played for South Florida. So. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, Gus Edwards back to back to Baltimore. They love him there. Eli, anything different there? Mike Davis, Mike Davis, Atlanta, Carolina, Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta. I could see Atlanta trying to do something like that and try to siphon somebody who played well and they don't have, I mean, Brian Hill, I don't even know if Brian Hill is even on roster right now. I don't know if he's a free agent or not, but I mean, my honest opinion, Brian Hill was the best running back that they had in that backfield. They just didn't use him, but Mike Davis, I could absolutely see a team like Atlanta, you know, throwing out an offer there. 
I, I don't know if that makes him fantasy relevant. I mean, it depends on what his role is going to be, but I, I, I can see it with Atlanta. So, I mean, that pretty much leaves the Jets, Seattle, Pittsburgh, probably to draft or well, I mean, this doesn't include who they have on the roster. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't include us talking about people who possibly could get drafted because Miami could just easily draft somebody. Atlanta could draft somebody. Well, yeah, no, it's, we we didn't really, you know, bring the Jets up for anybody. So, but I think that's because they're going to go young. I think it's the best best way yeah, for them to go. Yeah, I mean, they got Michael P. Ryan who produced fairly well. I just don't think he's a true starter. That's the only thing. I, I do got one thing I want to say here real quick um, about Chris Carson that nobody brought up. Uh, Detroit. Because Peterson's so gone and Kerryon Johnson sucks. So <laughs> you have Chris right. Carson, you bring him in and pair him with De- DeAndre Swift. Right, but we all want um, DeAndre Swift to be just the guy, so that's why I, we said no. <laughs> I, understand, I understand that, but judging from the way that they ran Adrian Peterson last year, that's just different. Adrian Peterson. I understand, but you could still bring in a guy like Chris Carson and not eat into DeAndre Swift and actually help DeAndre Swift out. I think Carson demands Detroit. Regime. Detroit. Chris Carson, Detroit. I'm just going to throw that out there. Hot take. Wide receivers. Yeah, that's right. Wide receivers. Uh, Allen Robinson. Chicago. No longer going to be there. What happens with that? A-Rob. What's going on with him? Mark. Detroit. You? Why not? Detroit's going to sign him. And they have no other wide receivers outside of Quintez Cephas on their roster. So, I mean, they do have to bring somebody in. But I don't <laughs> think he wants to be in Chicago anymore. I mean, I, I think he complains about every game about how he's used in that, on that team. So, yeah, no. Detroit, he – I mean, it's tough because he's going to get a good amount of money. But this, this year with the cap is going to make it hard on guys – you're going to see a Washington? lot of one-year deals, I think. Did you go to Washington also and pairing with McLaren? Shake your head no, but. Because there's another – there's oh, okay. somebody else's uh, reason why. I'm where, shaking my head where do you Where do you think <laughs> Allen Robinson goes then, Michael? Green Bay. Oh. Green Bay. That would be scary, I, actually. Green Bay. Green Bay. I think that, I think that he's going to want to win – I think he's at that point in his time in his career. They have Devontae Adams. I think that he could take a one-year deal, work the cap. They made the NFC Championship game. He clearly won't have any competition. Sorry, Eli, the rest of your team sucks for receivers. And, yep, I'm telling you, Green Bay, Allen Robinson, Devontae Adams. Chris Godwin? Indianapolis. They have the money. To pair with Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell. That's exactly the reason why I think so. Indianapolis. T.Y. Hilton's over 30. They're not going to re-sign him. Godwin's going to want to go somewhere he can contend. Indianapolis. That's my spot. I've been thinking it since he was a free agent, so. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, since since the beginning of the year, knowing that he was going to be a free agent. <clears throat> I don't think San Fran would actually sign him, but how much sense does he make with Ayuk and Debo, where literally all three of them are very similar to you can gadget play with all of them. He's probably more of the prototic wide receiver than the other two are. But, I mean, th- think about how you can move those three around and you never know what they're going to do with any of the three. But that's not where I think he goes. Tennessee. I don't know their cap space and if they could sign a wide receiver 
who's going to command money like him, but pair him with A.J. Brown. They, I mean, Davis, um, you know, Corey Davis is gone. Adam Humphreys isn't that good. <laughs> Spent a lot of money on that guy for whatever reason. So they, I mean, Tennessee needs another wide receiver. And they're another team that's looking to win right now. So I think they're in play for someone. Juju, Smith, Schuster. I'm going to go first. They're going to keep Andy Dalton in New York, and he's going to go to the Jets to play with him again. That's my pick. If Dalton stays. Dalton stays on as a quarterback, they're going to sign Juju. Wait. Dalton's in Dallas. Darnold. Sorry, Darnold. You mean Darnold signs with the Jets? Oh, Darnold. Darnold. (laughs) Sam Darnold. If they don't take Fields or Zach Wilson at two or whatever, and they they believe that they can resurrect Sam Darnold, which I think they, I I I'm starting that way more and more every day that they're going to stick with Sam Darnold, that Juju will go play there with him, which actually is great for Juju and Denzel Mims because Juju is not the alpha. Denzel Mims can be the alpha. and But Juju will pull coverage away from Mims. Mims will pull it away from Juju. And both of them can feast like they they should. I, I, I don't know with Juju, if you want my honest opinion. I'm looking at this list. I'm thinking uh, the Chargers He's maybe. so young. Though, I'm thinking that. the Chargers maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so young. The Chargers... They have an aging star in Keenan Allen. Mike Williams has not been a, a, a good counterpoint. Um, you can bring in Juju. You can have him grow with Justin Herbert. I mean, what is he, 23? He's younger than Herbert, isn't he? 24? I, like, I think he would be turning 24, which is crazy. So, I mean, you can pair him with Herbert and have a one-two punch moving forward. So, the Chargers could be a spot. That's probably my my top choice would be the Chargers. And that would also give him – a young quarterback that can get the stats, which makes them fantasy relevant again, too. So I, I think the Chargers would be in the running. I like the Jets' idea to play with Darnold, but I still not sold. No, I'm, I'm not fully sold yet either. But it just the, the coaches that they chose, and I think the fact that I mean I don't know that he's going to command a lot in the trade market. So I think they're just right. I just I, – I, I say the Chargers. That's my final answer. Cool with that. Will Fuller. Kansas City. <laughs> uh, both laugh. I'm dead serious. Kansas City. I mean, he's better than Watkins. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, he, he's better than Watkins. He still gets <laughs> as hurt as Watkins. But, I mean, let's be honest. He's better than Watkins. I, oh, Kansas City. Are you, I mean, I'm dead serious with that. I think Kansas City is a spot for him. I mean, I don't mind it. I, it's a possibility. I don't. It depends on how much he's going to cost. Kansas City, I don't think, has the money to just throw around. And so, he he's pretty young right now. I think he goes back to Houston. I think Houston brings him back. I'm surprised anybody wants to go to. Houston. Yeah, but I mean, he's already there. It, it, I mean, maybe it depends on Watson. Watson gets treated or whatever. Maybe he decides he doesn't want to be there. But at this point, I'm going to assume Watson stays with that team, and I think Will Fuller wants to play with Deshaun Watson. Moving on. 
Corey Davis? I, I don't. I think he's back in Tennessee. Yeah, I think he's back in Tennessee. I think I think that he played well this year. I think they'll they'll sign him to a contract. Some team might throw money at him. Uh, you know, like you guys mentioned about the possibility of like guys like Detroit. Um, you know, the Chargers were another team I thought of before. I was thinking about you know Juju. Uh, Chicago could be in the running. I don't know if he wa- I don't know if he necessarily wants to go to Chicago, but Chicago's in the running. Um, I mean, the only reason. Only reason why I mentioned Detroit is because well, I was gonna say don't with Chicago. It's the same. I, I think it's the same thing. They're they're close. Right. Um. I also think Washington for him because he he's a he's a number two wide receiver. I, w- I so. would not be mad about that. I would not be mad about that, but I have somebody else, <laughs> which is fine. The same is Kenny Galladay, who you have going to Washington, Michael. Yeah, yeah. The Detroit connection with okay. the GM Martin Mayu. <laughs> You know, he's a little bit, you know, he's not, he's closer to the 30 threshold for the receivers and he proved that he could do it. And he's a big body receiver. We have Cam Sims, but I think if you take him and Cam and hopefully Antonio Gandy Golden and Terry McClure, you know, Gandy Golden can step up and fill in in the four wide receiver sets. You can move McLaurin around. He's no longer strictly an outside guy. You can put him in the slot and they actually have to pay attention to what's going on. He's a good possession receiver which is what Washington needs to complement what McLaurin can do. And I just, I think with the connection there in Detroit, I mean, I don't know if Martin Mayhew is, has a good rapport with Galladay, but it just, it makes more sense for a guy like Galladay to come in and be there uh, than it does to even draft a guy for us, to be honest. Chargers. Because I think he's a better Mike Williams. Now, they did exercise Mike Williams' fifth-year option, so he is with the team next year, and you're not cutting him. I think he's like $15 million against the dead cap because of that. But, Which is- I mean, you could roll the three of them out there because Keenan Allen can play inside-outside, and you could probably experiment moving Kenny Galladay into that slot, big slot role if need, and see what you get. But I think I think the Chargers are looking to keep building what they started with this year. I – I I thought the Chargers was my initial thought when we get it, but when we got to talking about Juju, no, Juju makes sense too. The it, the, the age the age thing because they're shifting closer to the younger side of things right now. New head coach, they got a thirty one year old wide or thirty two year old wide receiver in Keenan Allen. Uh, Mike Williams just isn't the replacement for Keenan Allen. They can groom Juju into that role. That's the only reason why I want I just, Juju. I don't believe there. Juju can be a number one wide receiver. So I don't think you could even groom they, him into it. He may not be, but a lot of people may. I, he may not be, but I think a lot of people think that he potentially has Maybe. the upside to do it. And it's California. Mm-hmm. Juju's played in California, USC. So, you know, that's just that whole connection there. It just kind of makes sense. Curtis to Samuel have any real relevance that. Going anywhere would change anything for him. I actually have two spots for Curtis that could actually make him relevant, honestly, and they're both in the same division. Go on. Seattle and San Francisco. So Sam? He uses that multitude of roles. He can do multiple things. They already have Ayuk and Debo at San Francisco. and But with Seattle, they don't really have – you know, the running back situation is questionable. Even if they bring Chris Carson back, it, it depends on Rashad Penny because he's obviously the more explosive back there. But Curtis Samuel could do a little bit of everything. He opens things up for that offense. And let's face it, that offense was dreadful down the stretch. It was absolutely dreadful. Tyler Luckett's not getting any younger. 
you know, DK Metcalf still has the explosive ability off the top, but is he really truly the guy that can open up the middle of the field? I think Samuel can do that for you. So I think Curtis Samuel in Seattle actually could actually be a lot more useful than people realize, but Seattle and San Francisco are my two spots for Curtis Samuel that I was thinking of. That's Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys is, Humphreys is most likely going to get cut, Should. if you want my honest opinion. So. Should get cut. Yeah. Dark horse candidate would be Washington because of the Ron Revere connection. Just because Steven Sims is probably going to be cut, Cam Sims, we're still not 100% sure what he really does. I think that he could be a compliment to there, but that just would be the dark horse candidate. Cincinnati. Dark horse candidate only. T. Higgins, Boyd are, are, you know, bigger wide receivers. Mm -hmm. But, and Curtis can move all around. Giovanni Bernard probably is gone from that team at this point. So, you know, they're going to be looking for someone behind Mixon who can, you know, and even be on the field with Mixon, but you could use him as, you know, the GL role sometimes, you know, keep a P. Ryan or whatever to be the backup grinder. And, I mean, they don't really have – they've never really had a slot-style wide receiver like him who can do a lot of things out of that slot role. Um, so, since he young, right. young quarterback, young team, he's not that old. I mean, he's only going to be, what, 20, 27 probably? And he's played at Ohio State, so get that Ohio feel. Antonio Brown back to Tampa. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I don't think anybody else is going to take that risk. No, <laughs> I don't think he's going to leave Brady no, either. I think. I think once Brady goes, Gronk and him are going to go and be done. So, Aguilar back to yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. Yep. If he doesn't sign back in Las Vegas, I can actually uh, see him in Cincinnati because he did a lot of damage out of the slot in Las Vegas. That's what he plays year, better as. So. He was in See, he was better as a slot guy, and um, the Eagles totally messed him up by, I think, trying to make him be more than what he is. I would say a dark horse candidate for him would be Carolina. You don't think him and Robbie are kind of... Because they got... Oh, I guess Robbie isn't technically on the team yet. I don't know. Robbie's still... Robbie's still signed, a one-year deal. I just think... No, it was a two-year. But I just think I just think with DJ Moore and, and Robbie, Robbie Anderson and Nelson Aguilar, I mean, you're going to stretch the field. But I think Aguilar also having that slot role, he can work underneath like DJ Moore. I just, I mean, I don't know if it necessarily makes him fantasy relevant, but I just think it might help make DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson fantasy relevant. So more fantasy relevant than they already are, I guess. Anything different, Eli? Marvin Jones, Hilton, Watkins. How Jones is the <laughs> only one of them I think who could Mar go somewhere and be fantasy relevant. The other, the other two. Well, I actually think Hilton. I think Hilton could for a year. Marvin Jones, for me, I I have him slotted. Um, where did I have him? The New York Giants as a possible over spot. Golden role. Kind of, kind of fill in there a little bit. He's not, he's not too old. Uh, I don't know if that necessarily makes him fantasy relevant. You might be able to see him in Minnesota. I was just going to say we're kind of passing over the Vikings here. We never brought them up, and they could uh, bring in somebody at the lower. The other, there. the other spot that I could see him in is maybe Las Vegas to help groom some of those younger receivers. 
he does a lot of what Edwards does and it would probably kill Edwards, you know, potential hype around this, but I think it could also help Edwards in the long run. That rugs Edwards situation worries me. Yeah, the, the whole wide receiving core in Las Vegas is very Rock Cleveland not looking pretty on paper. Cleveland's a possibility just because I mean, I just <laughs> I know Eli doesn't want to hear that, but I would hope I would hope not for DPJ's <laughs> sake, but it just, you know, uh, and T.Y. Hillen, T.Y. Hillen could fa- be fantasy relevant next year if he goes to Philadelphia and re-signs up with Sirianni. I don't know if Hilton really has anything left. If Hillen goes to Philadelphia, he came on strong at the end of the year last year with Phillip Rivers. If they can revive Wentz, he has the connection with the Indianapolis head coach. Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey's done. They could probably get out from underneath him, no problem, and slot in T.Y. Hilton there. I mean, I, I can't imagine they're not going to. Travis Fulgham's not a thing, guys. Let's just—he's uh, not a thing. Let's just stop pretending that he's a thing, please. Yeah, but do we think that Philadelphia is enough of a contender to say they're going to bring in T.Y. Hilton? It may not be a matter of be, being a contender at this point, unless Sirianni actually thinks that they can contend. I mean, it depends on what his re- rapport is with Sirianni. I mean, you got to remember this is his OC from the last two years, four years, th- three, four years. Since Reich's been there, he, Sariani's been the, an offensive coach there. I mean, that you see this all the time with coaches. When they go to a new regimen, they always bring in somebody that people either are like, oh, why would you bring him in? Or, or some dude that, has, that knows the system. And if T.Y. Hillen understands that he's at that point now where he's not the true wide receiver one anymore – he could easily go to Philadelphia, still contribute at a very high level and help some of these younger guys out. Now, whether or not that's what he wants to do, I mean, if he wants to go to a contender and, and try to win a championship, then that's a different story. But it all depends on what his rapport is with Sariani, and it could be about money for Hilton more than anything. I just think that the connections there is not something to overlook. This could be T.Y. Hilton's situation could be one of those things where he signs in Philadelphia in April and we all go, huh? because we didn't think about that, but it could be something that could produce a fantasy relevant flex spot down the stretch. Sammy Watkins. I think it's, he's going to just go somewhere and just kind of be a guy who you want to start week one. And then bench. I don't know if year. they're going to be able to get rid of Alshon outside of trading him at some point. Cause he's a $10.5 million dead cap hit. And he doesn't save them any money to the cap by cutting him. Well, then, then maybe they just keep him on the roster well, and they just use him sparingly. I mean, he's just guard. I mean, if they are able to trade point, him so. after June first, he then only becomes a five point five million dead cap hit and saves them um, one million dollars in cap. I mean, you might be able to move him for a sixth but, rounder, but I mean, you know, but you think about the money, they might him. do that because if they'd rather just cut him, right. they'd get anything for him probably. So. I, I just think that with the connection there, it's just not something to keep an eye on. I mean, I think that he could be fantasy relevant for a year, especially if they actually do work with I think T.Y. retires. That's and, that's very, and that's very possible, too. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I just think he came on at the end of the year last year and had an opportunity and chance to show that he still has it, and he did it with Phillip Rivers. So if he's able to go to Philadelphia and, and help out his coach, if he has a good relationship with him, then I think that that will be something to keep an eye on. I, and I could be obviously just hoping that there's a connection there or whatever. I mean, I'm not a big TY fan, but I mean. And the hardest part for me here is the number of 
expected potential solid wide receivers coming in from this rookie draft on top of these free agents. Um, you have to remember, two wide receivers take a little bit longer to develop for the most part in, in some situations. So, I mean, Justin <laughs> Jefferson. Well, I mean, but I mean, obviously, obviously, if you take obviously, if you, you could do that. But between OBJ's class and this Justin Jefferson class, how many thousand yard receivers were in between? It's probably like I think it's like two or three. I mean, it's really hit or miss. So it, it it's not a, it's it not one a ton or two McLaren and Brown. AJ Brown was one of them. McLaren was the other. Wait, McLaren so, yeah, hit so, two. so I mean, I I'm pretty positive that yeah. Well, he was. I mean, he I was one of the McLaurin first ones. Had under a thousand. He might have had like nine hundred. Yeah, something. I think he, he, got got injured, he was very close. He but... got injured and missed it by yeah nine nineteen. He ended something up like with. That, but... I think AJ Brown was the first guy since nine nineteen. Yeah, but OBJ had a thousand in. OBJ OBJ went over a thousand. Sure, because he he missed that the first class was like OBJ went for a thousand his rookie year. Thirteen oh five. Yeah, I was gonna say I almost guarantee in twelve. So, well, he was two thousand fourteen. Yeah, when like, when was Diggs? Two thousand fifteen. I don't know when Diggs came into the. Did no. he go for a thousand his rookie year? He didn't. Yeah, so I mean, so I think it was the first since OBJ. Yeah, maybe it was OBJ. I just thought there was something special about AJ Brown that I don't remember them saying from Odell. So that's the only thing. I mean, it, it, there may have been another one in there that we're missing, but regardless, I mean, wide receivers generally take longer to develop. Oh, yeah. So I mean, even oh, with sure. guys, even with these guys coming in, it's not like these guys are guaranteed to take out. So I mean, these veterans still have spots that they can fill in here. I mean, obviously the incoming rookie class doesn't make things good for longevity wise, but well, I mean, I think for some of these guys, I, I think for the most part, we don't expect those type of numbers, but I think that, you know, switching teams and, and putting up good numbers. I mean, Alan Robinson did it from Jacksonville to Chicago for the most part. He, you know, was pretty solid for the most part in Chicago. So with two terrible know, quarterbacks, with two terrible quarterbacks. So, I mean, if he can get himself a decent quarterback, then a Rob could do it with a third team for sure. No, a Rob to back to Jacksonville no, reunion. No, no, no talks about. I don't think he was oh, very okay. happy to be All there. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, I think still I think it's a whole still new the same now, owner. So, I mean, a lot of still those guys owner. are gone. So, <laughs> so Devonta Smith's wing wingspan was seventy eight and one half. Yeah, and he's a pterodactyl. Sadly, Tylen Wallace. Came in at five eleven and one ninety three. Ouch! I mean, he 5, wasn't 5, wasn't all that ouch. big, but I thought maybe he'd be a little. I was hoping he'd at least hit the <laughs> six foot mark, and one ninety three isn't all. But I mean, hopefully, maybe we'll see. But hopefully, by pro day, that, yeah. that changes a little. Bit. Regretting that last heavy pick I made for him, so many other people I could have taken. Yeah, but. I'm... <laughs> It's exactly who I was thinking. <laughs> I can't believe he's going back. What a dumb move. Uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight on Dynasty Academy. Thank you. Have a good night.